0: Welcome to Gift of Girlfriends, a podcast that captures conversations between women for women. This is for the modern everyday woman that values friendship and treasures the relationship with herself and those around her. These are my girls, your girls, but most importantly, it's us girls coming together to embrace all that we are. We're here to have personal and deeper conversations from our hearts to yours. We all have different backgrounds, experiences, and stories to share, so join us as we engage in meaningful conversations and explore various topics. Welcome to an episode of Gift of Girlfriends. I'm really excited that I'm starting this podcast, and I think that you know, a, a piece of me was like, you know, trying to hold back, right? Like, I'm not sure I should go on with it, but I gotta say, thank you to you for pushing me to actually do this because it's been so fun and exciting. So yeah. um, I'm excited to get into our, you know, conversations, and then we, we're going to take a, a, a journey down memory lane and learn about each other. So. Yeah. All right. It's a long yeah.
1: journey, so grab your coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a long yeah. ride. So why don't you share with everyone a little bit about you and um we'll we'll start there.
1: All right, so my name is Jen. I am from the Bay Area originally and I have lived in Southern California now for about like seven years, I think. I started in the import scene. If you guys don't know what that is, it's where like you know, you go, pose you with cars. I did that for about I think ten years, and recently, in the last couple of years, I actually retired from that um, scene. Currently, in the process of getting my real estate license, and I also just launched my clothing brand. And then also, I'm still doing fitness content, still trying to you know help you guys have a healthier life still doing modeling for different
0: brands yeah and you have a pretty exciting way of you know doing a lot of different things I think you're gonna have a lot of perspective to share like especially yeah. in the unconventional way of you know the career path right a more creative way what got you there like what what, what was that mindset where you were like okay I'm gonna get enter the scene and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start modeling what was that thought process like
1: um I think for me it was just. Uh, Because of a lot of things that I've seen, Uh, just like the import girls, I looked up to a lot of those girls just because of how confident they are. And I felt like with me, when I was able to do photo shoots, it's more of a creative way to release my creativity. Um, I felt like when you do photo shoots, you can be anyone you want to be. You know, you can do whatever themes you want to do. And it's just like a, a free way to express yourself that you can't really do normally. So that's what got me into it. And I guess I was just lucky enough because I had friends who were already in the industry and I was able to meet new people and be able to just start really early. I actually started when I was 17, which is (laughs) really, really early. And I guess like just being able to do things on my own early on was like a really big uh, deal for me because being independent was something that I feel like as. Like an eight, and then being coming from an Asian household, I feel like being independent is something that you really need to work towards because obviously having Asian parents, you know that um, everything is controlled, like our careers, everything's controlled. So for me, being able to do something outside of my parents' control was really important for me. Yeah, it wasn't an easy journey though because I obviously had to work for free for a couple years just to like get my name out there. So a lot of it. I feel like now it's like people think that oh you can just jump into something and you get lucky. It just looks easy from the outside perspective, but once you're actually in it, it's <laughs> it's a lot. And I felt like just that sense of independence and just being able to be my own person and just, you know, just take risks and just do whatever I want to do with this one life is like pretty much what
0: yeah, and and you you brought up something really interesting. Is that to be independent, but also at the same time explore your passions, right? To to try new things, yeah. and the the one thing that I, I it comes to mind for me is you mentioned being in a, an Asian household. I, I think yeah. we know each other pretty well. We know our families pretty well. Does your does your family know like during this time frame that that you started this and then you were doing this, and and how did they take it when they found out?
1: Well, obviously, if you come from an Asian household there's only a certain number of career paths that you can choose. When I started modeling and stuff, it wasn't like I planned for it to be a career. I felt like I just did it because it was fun for me. And being able to travel and just be getting paid to do what you love to do and having like your own schedule and just being your own person, I felt like that was something they don't understand. And I still, I don't think they'll ever understand. We're brought up in this generation where it's like, We're in America now, you know, and there's so many new things. And I feel like with parents, it's very traditional. So they were never supportive. Um, They're still not. So I can't, there's no like silver lining. It's just, I feel like you just have to set boundaries, just boundaries that you have to set to be able to live your life, but also
0: live it in a way where you're still respecting your family's wishes yeah and it's just a tough balance i think traditional mindsets kind of like grow from it and i think your mom is probably a lot more understanding now than when she first found out when she
1: found out it was by accident i had like these business cards made with like my picture on it um and obviously i was in like
2: you know like
1: lingerie or something yeah I remember she seeing this and then she was like what are you doing and I was like oh yeah so this is what I'm doing and she was like oh if you live under my roof you can't be doing this Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so the next day I like packed my things when she was at work and I like moved out oh my god yeah
0: that's pretty brave to do yeah
1: and I moved out and I never looked back and now yeah now we have a good relationship so
0: (laughs) do you feel like that was like an impulse thing to do at that moment
1: yeah definitely
0: but I feel like if I didn't do that I wouldn't be where I am right now so I mean I don't regret it yeah and it's good to not have regrets in life right a lot of people tend to kind of Look back at their journey, and they're like, "Oh, I should have done this. I should have." Yeah, done yeah, this. yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I feel like in our friendship, you're definitely like the bold one, and I'm like the, <laughs> the I'm like the ponderer, like waiting for things to come by, and then I'm like, "Oh, maybe I should do it." And I think that's what's great about our friendship too is that yeah. you're always pushing me to do more of like what I'm capable of, and I'm really thankful for that. I think it's all about balance too, you know.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing when people look for someone too similar to them they're gonna they're gonna realize that oh it's not as great as it seems you know because you need a different perspective for you to be able to get out of your own head and have someone actually speak from an outside perspective Mm -hmm. and you don't need someone that always gonna agree with you you know we don't need a yes man in our life you know you need someone that actually is gonna like have actual
0: opinions and actual inputs that's gonna help you with your life. So you gotta diversify your friendships. You don't have to always have the same people or the same kind of people that that think the same way as Mm -hmm. you right. Well, now I kind of want to talk about like going down memory lane and thinking about like how we were back then and how we met. I think how we met is probably going to be the first to start. It was kind of what
1: I actually don't remember the exact details. I think I asked you this before, too. I'm like, how did we actually meet? Because I remember our friendship starting. I just don't remember the, the moment where it started.
0: You know, I don't think I remember clearly either. Yeah, but, um, if my memory serves me correctly, I think it was one of those parties, you know, like the the Vietnamese party. Yeah, yeah. I think your your mom knew my dad. They used to work. They worked together, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used to work together, and we were both invited to one of the, the colleagues. Um, yeah. The mm-hmm. And then accidentally, we just kind of like gravitated towards each other. Because I think it's because we were the
1: only people around the same age. Yeah, like, you know, and we're like, oh, it's easier to talk
0: to someone around your age than talk to like random adults. I think our parents like probably tried to get us to like bond too. And I think that's really how it started. After that moment. And that day, we just stayed in contact. And we just like hang out like every other weekend or something. I think
1: you were the only person that my parents allowed me to sleep over at.
0: Well, I wonder I don't know why but that was a
1: weird thing I don't know maybe it's just because we were raised in an Asian household but like sleeping over at your friend's house is like that- such a big crime yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember I don't think I've ever like had a chance to sleep over at your place I feel no, like-, I no, like you cannot do that that was that was that was fun times oh and even better we bonded over karaoke Vitamin- we did. yeah yeah yeah, that was that was the good fun days and for for listeners who who understand Vietnamese karaoke there's this singer that we are just so obsessed with I think yes. that's cool, right, like, <laughs> yeah. That's so
1: good, yes. right? Yeah. yeah people every I feel like every time we were to sing karaoke everyone was so surprised because they just assumed we were going to sing like some English songs or something <laughs> you know some weird shit right yeah. and we always end up singing like Vietnamese
0: soul tree music and they're like like what is going on what is going on with these girls <laughs> and i think they didn't even know that we knew how to read vietnamese yeah 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 and and singing in vietnamese that was like oh, that but awesome. also
1: you know why we we stayed we were close to is because we went to vietnamese school together Oh, you know, I forgot all about those days. Yeah. At
2: least all of it.
1: <laughs> well, we weren't in the same class because Chang is obviously way better at anybody than I am, but <laughs> <Okay>. oh, <laughs> yeah. That, I, yeah, I remember it now. Remember at Gunderson High?
0: Oh, yeah. Dang Lang, right? Dang Lang. Yeah. 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 And then I, I graduated from there and I just yeah. needed to come back to like teach for a couple years. That was- <laughs> I, I don't know what got it into me, but I think it was fun while it lasted. I met some good friends there as well. Um, I remember I was such a loner. Like, oh. during break, I hated
1: breaks. I always wanted to just, like, finish out the day, so I didn't have to go on break. So then I could just go <laughs> 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 Oh, my god! That's I used to funny. walk around. I used to walk around. Because, you know, like, it's a high school, right? So I used to just walk around during break, like, okay. With my little CD player. Oh,
0: oh CD players? Yeah. After- you know what? That that's crazy because now we have iPhones and then all like the advanced technology that you can listen yeah. to music like, anywhere at any time. But back then, like a CD player was the shit. You
1: were rich.
0: <laughs> you you were like, I remember like buying a cheap one, and I thought I was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> We were in San Jose together, and that that time frame where we're were seeing each other like every other probably weekend, yeah, yeah, um, and the things that we used to do. So, let's talk a little bit more about that.
1: Um, I remember we would walk to it, was like this plaza that we would walk to, Mm -hmm. okay. And mind you, this is when like the world was still safe,
0: (laughs) you could still walk around, yeah. Unheard of nowadays.
1: So we used to walk to, I forgot where we went. We went to Target. We always go to Target for some reason. There was a Target there. And then we went to, remember when it was like this little store that had, it's like Fashion Queue or something, or one of those kind of stores. And then I remember there was like this little plaza where you like walk behind. And then there's this like little novelty store where we got like earrings and stuff. I got the Playboy Bunny earrings. Oh yeah! yeah so was
0: I scary. remember that plaza. I remember that plaza. Yeah, I remember us like just always going to the mall too. Like it was, it like, was the
1: it was the plaza with hometown buffet. I think. Yes. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's my birthday know, there. <laughs> they know what we're talking about, but this yeah. this was like the the Capitol Avenue Plaza. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The shop that we we all.
1: No, built. we used to walk. Didn't we like go to Eastridge and stuff too? Like we would walk there and stuff. Yeah,
0: we'd go to Eastridge, we'd go to Great Mall. I think we'd go to Valley Fair once in a while, but yeah. it didn't work for us. <laughs> and we didn't have money. <laughs> I think, what? how old were
1: we at this time? I feel like we were, because we met, so we met when you we were 11, I was 10 or like. Yeah, like
0: somewhere 11. around there. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I think we were definitely like
0: 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a middle school time time frame, not entering high school. Yeah. For sure, that was that was fun times. Yeah. I remember my closet was not so beautiful. I think I was still figuring out my style. With all of us, for some reason we <laughs> liked matching a lot. Remember when we used? Oh to- yeah. Oh, one of our favorite stores back then was Papaya. Yes. And in Papaya, we used to find shirts that are kind of like matching, and we had this moment where we were into like the Playboy bunny mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like shirt. Bought the same ones yeah we at the same time we try to like match our outfits and everything
1: if we were to get something the same it would be like the same
0: thing but it'll be like a different color and I think that's kind of like similar to how we are today too yeah. like, so let's talk about present day what what are we doing now that is that that we brought from our childhood and and, and we really enjoy now
1: well I think for me just the whole taking risk thing. I felt like it was a long time coming, just because I grew up in such a strict household where I wasn't allowed to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would get in trouble for piercing my ear, or yeah. <laughs> you know, like sleeping over someone's house, or like anything like that. So I felt like for me, I didn't want to go through life anymore, just being like, like, like you said, like, what if, like, what if I was to do this, or like, what if I could do that, like. If, Like, the the circumstances were different. So I pretty much do whatever it is in my control to control my circumstances. Um, So it's been really good. And I feel like it's been helping a lot of people, you know, kind of, like, feel more confident in -hmm. making decisions, whether it's a risk or not. So maybe that's something that I definitely carry for my childhood.
0: Yeah. How about you, though? Like, what do you think yours is? I think right now I'm still like probably in the stages of finding myself just like a lot of people out there, right? Because I am in like this this career development stage, I, I always want to better myself. but i I'm here thinking about what 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 other things beyond my career can I do yeah. to really explore my creativity because I am ultimately a creative person. So doing this, it, like even deciding to do this podcast wasn't. Yeah. Good. Right. Because in, in, in other people's minds, they're probably like, oh, don't think, just do. Like, mm-hmm. a new mantra for me right now. Um, and at this stage, I think it's just more about like executing. And I think that's what you've reminded me of too. It's like, Drain, you can't just sit there and like just think about like what you can do. Yeah. Rather than, why don't you just take the initiative and just actually do it? See how it goes. If you don't love it, then move on. Do something. Yeah. I mean, because
1: then it's like, even if you don't love it, you still have the experience. Mm -hmm. And you still, like, you can look back in your life and be like, oh, I tried this. Like, these are all the things that I've tried that either works for me, that helps me find other things that interest me. It's just like, it's all a learning process. And I feel like that's how you have to look at everything. It's either a lesson or a blessing. So, you know, you just have to adapt. And I think you're doing a pretty good job at that, though,
0: this year. I, I hope so. I mean, the new mantra is like living its way through my life. So <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, that would that would take a turn somewhere. But I think what's more important to me is always tying it back to my values, right? Like, am I really am I doing the right thing to 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 really impact people in the right ways as yeah. well? I mean, there's never going to be a perfect answer out there for it. Um, but it's about really just doing rather than just mm-hmm. sitting and living in my head. I don't I don't know about. Um, Other people, but that's what I tend to do. Yeah, and that that's completely opposite of you. That's why our friendship (laughs) is justified. Is that you're out there doing things. If you want to do it, you're gonna do it. And for me, it's like, oh, I'm constantly replaying it my in my mind. I'm like, how is it gonna be like? No, but it's
1: scary. It's scary not knowing. You know. Yeah, and I feel like with just just experience is what helped me become who I am today. I can't tell you something or tell you to do something or give you advice if I haven't been through it myself so I feel like that's why having me live through those experiences I'm able to help other people whether it's like a good experience for me or not like Mm -hmm. I definitely learned something out of it and if I'm able to help someone else later down the road then you know like it's definitely not like a loss for me so
0: yeah. And I think you're doing great at it. Like you're really sharing your voice and you're using your platform for the right, right things and really um, spreading exposure towards issues that, that are going on in the world right now, especially during such an uncertain time.
1: And one thing I do want to say too, is I feel like if you are someone who has a platform, big or small, and it's issues that is affecting your people directly, um, that hits so close to home, I feel like it's your obligation to spread awareness.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not
1: able to donate, you're not able to go out there physically be in those marches. You're not able to you know, do a lot due to the circumstance right now, the pandemic or whatever it is. Your only obligation that you should be doing is spreading awareness. Like mm-hmm. a post takes one second. But the thing is, you don't know who's going to see that. And who's going to share that or like how that message is going to keep getting passed on. So, you know, you sometimes you just have to do things that is not beneficial for you, but it's going to help other people. Because I feel like that's the word influence. Like that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to influence people to do the right thing. I want to be able to influence people to live a better life or like live a healthier life. I don't want to influence people to like, oh, go buy this bag or go buy these shoes you know what I mean like I don't want to have that kind of influence I kind of want to have an actual influence
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: and that's what I feel like I'm working towards every day and that's a part of being human right is that a lot of the times we we get drawn by so many different things around us and we we start focusing on too much on ourselves but if we really take a step back and look at the bigger perspective and what people are experiencing what stories people are going through and using like what that platform that we have even if it's big or small to no. really make a difference in people's lives and you're totally right on that I, I i do agree 100%
1: i've seen this lately and it's kind of frustrating um, people thinking that if you promote one movement you're taking away from another movement mm-hmm. and i think that's so <laughs> that's that's outrageous because let's say you're helping spread awareness about the Asian community, that doesn't take anything away from, let's say, like spreading awareness about the Black community. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like we need to really come together because at the end of the day, we're all people of color Mm
0: -hmm. and we need to
1: stick together. You know, because racism is a very big virus right now. And so I feel like we're the minority, obviously. So why are we turning against each other when we could be... You know like getting together to spread more awareness to help both side of the problem yeah so i've also been sharing my fitness journey um which is really really fun for me i started fitness about a year ago and i've been obsessed with it <laughs> ever since as you can tell yeah So i've been sharing stuff i eat pretty much how to you know maintain just like a healthy gut that's very important and i feel like with health it's it's a lot of what you eat and what you ingest into your body what you use and stuff like that so it's very important to learn about the different products that you're using it's very important to educate yourself on like sustainability of like different clothing brands it's just everything like everything i can share to help open your eyes to like what is actually going on is like what i'm trying to do i mean If I was someone who didn't believe in working out and didn't believe in fitness and it wasn't a part of my lifestyle, I don't think that I could be sharing my experiences or Mm -hmm. sharing tips or even like giving you advice if it wasn't something I was personally going through myself. So being able to be someone that you can relate to and being able to just help people just feel better about themselves, like be confident about who they are, that's like my main thing because... A lot of the questions that I have recently is, oh, like, how do you stay so confident? Or like, where do you get your confidence from? Yeah. And like I said, again, it's a lot. It came from a lot of experiences. And it also comes because I, now that I'm 28, I feel like I'm finally at this point where I'm growing into my womanhood. And I kind of know the person I want to be. And I kind of know, like, what is good for me. My daily life what's good for my lifestyle what's not what i want to get rid of and that's just made me more confident in who i am Mm -hmm. and definitely being able to work out and being fit that's definitely a confidence booster also so a lot of it is just you know trying to help people gain that confidence
0: and confidence comes in many different ways, right? It's not just your exterior, it's your interior. It's how you really maintain yourself on the inside. What what is an advice that you can give to, you know, young girls out there that, you know, are going through this phase where, you know, they're not feeling that confident because they're believing, you know, when we're young, we're we're kind oh, yeah, yeah, of course. We're not looking on the inside. Yeah. Um, definitely don't worry too
1: much about who likes you or who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times the reason behind people's reasoning for doing certain things when it comes to appearance or whatever it is has a lot to do with how they want other people to see them and i think that's the one thing that i that one advice i can give is just don't focus on other people do find a purpose find the reason why you're doing what you're doing and stay focused on that and just ignore all the outside noises you know what i mean i feel like girls now especially young girls they're so focused on being liked by everyone mm-hmm. that the other day they don't even like themselves because they're trying to fit into this mold of like what society has said or how someone else has set for them and it's just like it's not realistic and I just want people to be able to just like enjoy your childhood enjoy being a kid enjoy growing up like don't try to grow up too fast because once you start growing up, once you hit 25, the years are going to go by so fast. <laughs> You're yeah. going to wish you were like 18, 17 again. So.
0: When we were younger, I remember wanting to grow up really fast, right? Yeah. I wanted to, you know, be able to be financially stable, have a job, like have this dream that I wanted to reach. And I think I, I remember us talking about it back then too, like, oh, I can't wait to get out of this state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you brought up something just, just really sweet in the moment is that really enjoy your childhood it's not enough to everyone else
1: because if I could be a child again I probably would I feel like when you're a kid you're like I can't wait to be 18 Mm -hmm. and then when you're 18 you're like I can't wait to be 21 and then you are you doing you know I don't know why society made it seem like oh by the time we're 30 we have to have a career a house a family kids everything but if you really think about it Let's say we do live to 100 years old. Like when you're 30, that's not even half of your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You still have a long way to go. Enjoy it. Listen, don't rush. Kind of like uh, they don't rush. enjoy it in the moment. And we need to slow down. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are on the move all the time, right? And I'm guilty of that. And to be honest, I think it took me this pandemic to realize that I need to, I need to slow down. Yeah. I need to care for myself. I need to care for myself. and need to focus on what's important with those around me. And and this has been really really helpful. Hey, so I I want to thank you for being here, and I think that this is this is really fun. I can't wait to have you back for another episode. But I have something that for this next segment it's called the unwind. We're gonna loosen up. We're just gonna relax here. Um, I have some final questions for you. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. So, what does success mean to you?
1: Success be- means being able to wake up, be happy with my career, and not having to stress about money.
0: Yeah, that's that's the ultimate, right? Okay, fill in the blank. My perfect day is
1: my perfect day is eighty degrees. Such <laughs> 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 a California girl. <laughs> eighty degrees, palm trees, laying on a beach.
0: You're you're describing a California girl. (laughs) What's something you wish you can do more of?
1: Travel. But obviously, that's out of our control right now. So um, if I could say something else, it would be definitely to read more.
0: What can you let go of right now?
1: I can let go of all the things I own. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying I'm going to give all my stuff away. No, no, no.
0: What I meant
1: is, I can have an emotional detachment to my things, mm-hmm. like where I don't think like, "Oh, I need to have this to be able to be happy." Um, I'm happy with whatever I have right now.
0: Yeah, and you have like a small closet too. Yeah, I have Which a. Tiny your, you're like one of the people that I know that wears everything that currently lives in their closet. Yeah,
1: I pretty much have a like my thing is if there was an earthquake or if there was an emergency and i had to evacuate i want to be able to fit everything into one suitcase and be good
0: dude i'm sure that you can <laughs> I'm
1: in that. probably not a small suitcase but you
0: know one big suitcase. yeah but at least you can still carry it yeah it, right? yeah what's something you've learned recently that you want to share with others
1: this is something I learned, um, and I feel like it's pretty obvious, but I feel like not a lot of knows, not a lot of us know this. Racism is taught because when when you're a kid, the only people that you really listen to are your parents, right? Mm-hmm. They're the ones that you believe to know everything. So I feel like parents now need to definitely have that talk with their kid where the racism talk because. Back then, it's like what the birds and the bees talk, right? But I feel like with this generation now and with pe- more people having kids, more people having, you know, Asian kids, they there needs to be this topic that they need to discuss.
2: Yeah. Because it's in a broader way, right? Because if you
1: think about it, like when you see the, all the news, I don't believe that these kids who are vandalizing all these people and doing it, are doing it because they have good parents. And I'm not saying anything about their parents because I don't know. I'm just saying that I don't blame the kid. I blame who raised these kids. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah, because children are very pure, right? Like, yeah, exactly, definitely. You put them in a good environment; they start learning the ways that 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 yeah. they think is right, and and also they learn from others just by watching others. So, yeah, so definitely education in yes, in yes. Of, yes, for our children. Okay, last one for you. What's something you've watched, listened to, or experienced recently that brought you happiness? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> one thing came to my mind, but it's totally just an enjoyment thing. What? Okay, um, let's see. Oh, lately I have been reading this book called "The Happy Vegan" by Russell Simmons, yeah. and it's not because you know I'm trying to convince myself to go vegan or anything. I'm pretty much plant based, but this book after reading it, it's a book that I definitely would recommend to a lot of people. It talks a lot about compassion. It talks a lot about um, everything that's going on with like animals. And it talks a lot about meditation. It talks about yoga. It just talks about a one person's perspective from doing drugs all the time, eating really bad his whole life to completely switching that and being able to be the best version of himself. And that just makes me want to be the best version of myself.
0: So definitely recommend that book for you guys. I love it because that definitely brings up the point of learning and also unlearning because you can live your whole life this way, but I think Mm -hmm. as you decide that you needed to change to be a better person, you make that action to, to do it.
1: And I feel like only good people, like people who are genuinely good they feel bad when they do something. People who are bad, like they don't think that they have done anything wrong. So they just continue living their life. But if you feel bad for doing something bad or like something bad happens to someone else, I feel like that ultimately just means you're a good person because you have that compassion, you know?
0: Yeah. Self-reflection and self-growth were the way of 2021 for sure. All right. Hey, thank you so much for being with me in this episode. Nice. It was really, really fun. I hope to have you in the next one and we can talk about more and more exciting things. Uh, it's just like endless topics to talk about. <laughs> we pretty much talk every day, but I think these the these these conversations are always meaningful and just it, I treasure them truly. Me
2: too, likewise.
0: All right. Bye. Bye.